Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. We're going to allegedly hear from Mike McCarthy at 1105. Feel free to text in truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. Do you think he will show up to his press conference on time? No. In the meantime, I'll bet ten thousand dollars he doesn't. Oh my gosh! Who are you? Are you just betting like into the <clears throat> into the sky? Okay, okay. He has two minutes and fifty seconds to get to the podium. That ain't happening. Let's in the meantime. <laughs> wow. In the meantime, Alec, let's go to cut number one because the Mavericks were putting in work last night. There is Jones slinging it outside, and then Lucas sees it. Now, we went into the saying, this is a game that you need to win. And the follow-up game with Portland is a game that you need to win. So, I don't want to overstate the importance of the win, but I was pleased that this was in the first quarter, but realistically by halftime, this game was over. We had to have been pleased to see that, right? 100%. I think that this Maverick team is an above-average team in the NBA, but just above-average. And they have to beat all the average and below average teams. I just don't know how many times they're really going to beat a Denver, an Oak City, a Boston, a Milwaukee. So take advantage of the bad teams. And maybe as we talked about yesterday, I know we were specific on it, but maybe a trade comes along to elevate them to a better team. When when this playoff time comes around, and I know we're very far away from that still, but it'll happen very quickly. We're pretty close to like 40 games into the season. The do Are we at a point where, like, because we're putting a lot of weight on Derek Lively being part of the team. Sure. And just, and, you know, being healthy or whatever, but also at the age he is. Right. Saying, hey, this is a lot of responsibility for you if we're going to go try and make a playoff run. And, and we don't have another option either. Yeah. And, and so, like, I, I when Mike says that about how we're a good team, it's a good regular season team. Sometimes they can be a great regular season team or a very poor regular yeah. season team, depending on how they feel that night. But whenever playoff matchup comes around, it, th- that's that's where I'm like, okay, what else do we have to add to it? That's why this team needs to push more into what they have on their roster. Okay, can I tell you one of the things I think that they have done really well to push into what they have on the roster? I know it seems weird, but Luka has elevated his game yet again. And what I mean by that is specifically his three-point shooting. I, I feel like I have been a very vocal critic about his shot selection. For three-pointers. Sometimes because he's forcing it because we got nothing. Sometimes I just think he takes poor shots. Is something that Steve Kerr said a few days ago 
I, I thought was really insightful. He said the current level of efficiency of Luca from three makes him probably, quote, the best he's ever played. And you look at it. Luca is a volume three-point shooter. And for most of his career, he was a low to mid 30% volume shooter. That's not what you want. But at 38%, you feel significantly better if he's taking 8, 10, 11 three-pointers per game. So internally, I wouldn't have thought, well, you need Luca to play even better. But I will say this. He has done better with his efficiency this year. That makes this a better team. What's really funny, too, is when he's shooting, he looks just as confident as he did whenever he was a poor three-point shooter or a poor three-point oh, yeah. shooter. Like all of it, Back then, it was like, I got confidence this is going in, and it's still he's still in that same place. I'm sure some scat, stat geek would have this, but I assume, by the way, I won my $10,000. Is, <laughs> is I would say... At what time in the shot clock is he taking his three-pointer on average? Last year, not a lot, but there's late. quite a few three-pointers. He's taking with less than three seconds yeah. on the shot clock. Now with there's the, nothing. Right, right now at the pace of play, more. yes, he probably does that once a game where he has to throw up a really crappy shot because the shot clock is running out. But last year, Luca would intentionally drain the shot clock down to five until he would start making a decision. Now the Mavericks are making more decisions with 14 on the shot clock or 12 on the shot clock, which gives him more time. If it's a bad three with 10 on the shot clock, we can make a better decision. We still have time to make a better decision. Last year, with five on the shot clock, if you're covered tremendously, there's no more time to make another decision. We have to just go with whatever your last decision is. This is the decision. Yeah, and if you don't have anybody there that can clean up the rebounds, then it's a poor. It's a very poor decision uh, if it doesn't go in. Any concern level, or I guess maybe what is the concern level about Lu- uh, not Luca Lively and Grant Williams' dual ankle injuries? There? I would say you have people to replace Grant Williams. He's having, a, from expectations, he's having a bad year. But you have Tim Hardaway Jr., Seth Curry, Josh Green, uh, Jaden Hardy. Uh, you have guys, I get he sometimes plays power forward at six foot one or whatever he is. But, <laughs> he's not that short. But, but I- like, you, you have people to replace him. Even Omax Prosper, right, who you've drafted. You're not playing that much, but you could play him. You have nothing to replace Derek Lively. You have a non-NBA basketball player in Dwight Powell that now you have to play 24 minutes a night when he's gone. still haven't seen anything from Kleba And Kleba's, I mean, he's, in a weird way, I was thinking about this, if the Mavs can have a good regular season, is this the best thing for Kleba? Because he can't make it through a regular season. His back dies on him. His hand, right? Because, and so him only playing five games of the first probably 40 games of the year, could that help him out come playoff time? I I want to say yes, but I can't tell if that's just wishful right. thinking or not. Yeah, I was just trying to think of it from a positive perspective. His body dies on him in March and April anyways. Right. So maybe him not playing October, November, December, and January could help him out do, come playoff time. Do you look at this seven-game homestand and think five and two is realistic? Because obviously the next one you go to – Give me the schedule. Is Okay. So you got Portland again. You better win that. Yes. Then you've got Minnesota. That's probably it now. Then Memphis. That's going to be a tough game now. That Jaws they're yes. playing. They're they're now an above five hundred team with Jaw playing. But winnable. But very winnable. Yes. Then the Knicks. Do you feel similar 50, to the 50, Memphis 50, game there? Yeah, fifty-fifty. Okay. And then 
double up against New Orleans. Hopefully you win one of those. Okay. And I think there you have about the same record. So you win one against New Orleans. You beat Portland. You win one of the games against New York, Memphis. Yeah. You, the Winning so, against Memphis is more important than New York. And then so, you're losing to Minnesota. So maybe four and three would be the most likely outcome, but five and two, you'd feel good about that. Five and that. two would be a tremendous, especially because I look at Minnesota. I look at teams like Minnesota or Denver that have height and athleticism and defense, you can't beat them. You only have one tall guy on your team that can play basketball, and he's 19 years old. Sure, and he'll he's probably going to miss that Minnesota, like this specific right. Minnesota game on Sunday. Would you bet $10,000 in the next 30 seconds Mike McCarthy shows up five minutes late? I probably would not. I was going to pivot to something else. No, go ahead. I just You can pivot to something else. It's just like, here we go to, to 11-10. He still hasn't showed up. You know what I really liked yesterday is people bringing up like, hey, maybe that's why he struggles with in-game clock management so much. Is he always because, thinks there's more time. Yeah. He's like, no, no, we got time. Yeah. And he's like, coach, you're already five minutes late. And he's like, I, you know, we're going to figure it out. Is college football... <laughs> It's a wonder the team doesn't come out of halftime late. You know, like the, that maybe that's a, why they come out of halftime so slow. That is it, man. <laughs> the four first four minutes, they're like, hold on. I wouldn't have thought <laughs> otherwise than just being yeah. agitated. If you're at the is game, are they sprinting? He's here. Oh He's my ready to go. go. The changes you made on the practice squad and just just the club's rationale and making this many changes this late in the season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always tough to make changes, especially with players that uh, have been here for quite some time, but. You know, as we prepare for the playoffs, uh, I mean, there's always conversations that go on, um, you know, with each position and, you know, the availability. And I, I think if you look at, you know, some of the moves, um, you know, veteran experience was part of it, um, you know, particularly at the O-line and linebacker positions. So, you know, we're just trying to gear up and, you know, make sure that we're locked and loaded for the playoffs. And this is, is it fair to say this is more doing this at this stage with, with those guys, it's more just insurance for worst case scenario going forward or injuries versus working them into the mix? I mean, from my perspective, uh, you never have enough good football players. I mean, you, you want to keep playing with a healthy dose, you know, if, you know, as far as how you want to attack in your menu. So and I think when you look at the addition of, of, of players that have played in games, you know, and that's to be able to add, you know, you know two particular players, uh, I think that's, that's really important. Mike Todd Archer with ESPN, you had seven guys named to the Pro Bowl. Do you recognize those guys, those guys today? And what do you do to the guys that you felt maybe should have been recognized? And, and well, I mean, there's always guys that um, you, you feel should be recognized. But I think it's, you know, this, this league is about ebb and flow. And, you know, uh, and I think, you know, the year that we've had, I think this, the number seven, re, you know, reflects that. Um, but, yes, we, we do recognize everybody. Um, um, in the team meeting, we did that this morning. Um, and that's that's always, you know, it's it's cool to see the joy that everybody expresses uh, for their teammates, and, and that, frankly, that's what it's all about. John, uh, John Machado with the Athletic. We saw Jonathan Hankins out there. Was he able to do uh, enough to make you think that he could possibly play Sunday? What's today? Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, well, he's, he's limited again today, so I, th I thought he had a good work yesterday. So, yes, yeah, so I, I think he looks good so far. And then uh, Tyler Smith. Um, he you know, obviously didn't. He was on limited, but I I know just in the meeting this morning he's feeling better. So we'll we'll see. And I would think Tyler would be uh, you know if he goes Saturday candidate. Then we'll because you know we got to be able to see him 
get out there and, and, and move. So he's making progress. Garrett. Garrett put out CBS Sports. Mike, you talk about the history of the Cowboys a lot. Dak Prescott leads the NFL in touchdown passes, and if he can do that and hold that outright lead, no Cowboys quarterback has done that. What does that say about the season and performance he's had this year and uh, your first year in his offense? Well, I'll say this. I mean, I think any time, and we went through this on Monday um, with, with CD, or actually Wednesday with CD, you know, anything, you, anytime you stand up and say this is the greatest season in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, that, that carries a tremendous amount of weight, credibility, and value. So, yeah, def definitely. I mean, I'm all about, you know, winning. Um, but you do, you do want to recognize individual performances. So, um, yes, I mean, it's – our organization has incredible history, uh, incredible tradition, the Hall of Fame players, you know, all that. So to, to have that type of year, we definitely will recognize it. Scott. Scott Dixon with the AP. Speaking of CD, is it safe to assume that you think he's become an elite receiver in this league? Just scan the camera or <laughs> see if you guys remember the show. I mean, yeah, I mean what the hell? Are you serious? <laughs> I thought one of those cameras would come up and hit me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'd say CD's an elite receiver. Yes. Do you think that he was already there when the season started, or do you think he's kind of grown into that kind of broken? Thing? Oh, I think he's just been given more opportunities. I think the targets, you know, represent that. Um, but you know, we, you know, we started moving him around last year. Uh, you know, it's, you know, similar to, you know, the way we play with Amari. So you know, I, I think, you know, part of that role is, you know, it, I mean, if you're going to be a number one receiver. Uh, in the league, I, I think it's important to, for him to be able to move around, and he has such a unique skill set. Uh, you know, I, I think he's a dynamic player from the backfield too. So, uh, you know, and remember his rookie year, he was our punt returner. So, I mean, he he has the ability to do it to do it all from from any spot on the field. Todd, obviously, last year with Dak, the big topic was his interceptions, and he's cut those uh, way back. Is that leads the league in interception percentage? I think. What, one four, one three, somewhere in there? Yeah. Uh, surprised you do that. Uh, <laughs> Probably one of the most important statistics of quarterback play. Yeah, one seven or less will win it annually for you if you're looking for a benchmark or a goals. One point seven. Did he yeah. revert? Or less, yeah. Did he just do what he's always done and that proves that last year was the anomaly for him? Um, yeah, I, yeah, last year's over. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think if uh, you go back and look at his history, I, I think I think that would be accurate. Jeff Eachin, CBS Texas. I mean, speaking of the seven Pro Bowlers, you know, you have at least two in each, you know, offense, defense, special teams, only team in the league. Uh, does that speak to what you're trying to build here as far as complimentary football and what you preach? Oh, absolutely. Um, you, you know, you obviously always want to see as many guys be recognized, but without a doubt, I, I think we have established that um, as far as, you know, how we played in, in 21 and 22. Um, you know, just some of the just some of the things, you, and they definitely show up statistically. You know, to, to have a great defense, you all obviously want an offense to complement it. You know, and a big part of you know our job responsibility on offense is to score points. But you know, I think length of drives, time possession was was a huge focus uh, for myself and in, in our offensive staff um, just to, to complement the defense. You know, because you know I, any defense is better when they're only out there for sixty plays. You know, if you're out there continuous for 71, 72 plays. That's you know that's that's a lot to ask for, and you know we got a lot of Ferraris on defense too. So I mean it's it's all part of the the mindset and, and the approach uh, that, that 
we've taken this year. And the most important part is the players have delivered. David. Like I know this isn't really time for like big picture questions. You're looking at Washington, mm-hmm. but just just your relationship with Dan Quinn and, and mm-hmm. the bond and, and how he's developed his defense since you've been here and and just being comfortable in who he is to, to take back the play calling and, and how much of a role was that in your decision to um yeah, I mean, it, 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 separate uh, separate decisions at different points, as far as you know what, what you know the decisions made on offense. I mean, I, I'll first say, I mean, I mean, Dan Quinn's as fine as a human being I've ever worked with. Uh, you know, I just think the world of him, and just the way he goes about um, his business personally and professionally. So uh, I, I want to make sure that is said first and foremost. Um, but as a football coach, you know, I think like a lot of things, you know, we we laugh about being old old school now because of our age and the length in the league. But, you know, I, I do have an appreciation for, you know, the way he came up and, you know, he, this guy's coached at, you know, every level of football, um, recruiting, college. Uh, so I've, we've competed against each other. So, I, I, you know, I had tremendous amount of respect before you arrived here. So, and have even more, you know, for him as a coach now too. So. Um, extremely consistent, which which is so so important to me. I think your leadership has to be the same every day. I mean, I'm, you know, peaks and valleys are you know a big part of this league as far as a performance and a component of it and, and how you know how, how how the league goes. I mean, but you know, I, I just I always look for that in leadership. I, I I don't do well with people to bounce off the wall one day and then. Or down in the valley, the next uh, in, in leadership positions. So, I think I think we were I think we've been a very good fit for one another. And, and, you and I would put John Fossil and Brian in that category too. No. You, you joke a little bit about the old school, but like when you were away from the game, you kind of looked yeah. at it and see how you could change and, and keep up with the trends. And he appeared to do the same. Yeah. I mean, what he's doing now is different than his last couple of stops. Years. Uh, definitely, you know, and you know, in the year that Dan was out, you know, I just went through. Went through it the year before, and we actually communicated during that time, um, and you know just some of the things that that, that I did, and, and you know, and the things he was looking at too. So I mean, you know, that that was a, those were really you know important conversations I think you know for us, you know, and then with the opportunity to work together. Mike Edward, ESPN. Um, does the, how does the bad experience you guys had in Week 18 in Washington? Mr. Positive shows up. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a lead in that. I'm going to take a drink to get ready for this. I'm going to turn this into a positive I'm sorry? I said I'm going to turn this into a positive, believe it or not. Yeah. Or afford you that. Happy New Year. Just, you know. How can that experience benefit you guys going back there this time, these guys having been through that, losing a game you didn't expect to late in the year when the team had nothing to play for? And, and what have you told them to expect from Washington? Yeah, definitely. I think you make a great point. And, you know, it definitely was brought up. You know, I, I think if you – Look at that game last year. Um, you know, it's it, it, to me, it's a reflection of this league. I mean, you saw it happen this past weekend. You know, so um, in our, in our league, and yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's a reminder. We we've, we've it's been you know talked about, addressed, um, and you know we have a lot to play for. And uh, and I expect our team to go down there and play well, compete at the highest level, and win the game. There you go, Mike McCarthy. Brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you on your home of the Dallas Cowboys, kind of echoing the sentiments from Mickey Spagnola earlier in terms of looking better for Jonathan Hankins. Might have to wait until Saturday to see how much Tyler Smith can participate to determine 
how much, if at all, he would be available for the game against the Commanders. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's Tom from My Buddies and Idiot. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know. 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Murray, step, deliver, it's intercepted, San Francisco gets the pick, it's Ward, high kicking it, all the way, touchdown, 49ers. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Now, I played that one specifically because we're going to talk about Kyler Murray just a little bit. It's time for my buddies and idiot, 877-881-1053 on the truckwreck.com text line. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Jonathan Gannon definitively said Kyler Murray is our franchise quarterback. Do you think he's an idiot for that opinion, or do you think he's smart because you wouldn't want to say he's not a good quarterback because they're obviously going to try to trade him? I think we've gone over this, but it's been a little over a month, that his contract is pretty untradeable this offseason. Because of the massive dead money hit they would Yeah, so I'm wondering. It'll be interesting with Kyler Murray because I do think that they should maybe move more towards a rebuilding state. And I think that there'd be enough teams that think if we get Kyler Murray, we can elevate ourselves from where we're at to the next level. But I think we went over the Kyler Murray contract is very difficult to trade. Yep. Can you can you? Oh give, yeah, so you, you look like you pulled up the numbers. No, already. I did. I did look at the numbers, and I'm trying to figure it out because I know you get a little bit of a break from making a trade. So I think potentially you're still looking at forty million dollars of dead money, which is a I guess if you're trying to lose the amount, that's a good way to tr- to help yourself lose if you are trying, but. I'm going to say not an idiot. Okay. Corey? He's the franchise quarterback, man. Just leave it be. I mean, just beat the Eagles. Yeah. Eagles. Good point. The Eagles were the second best team in the NFC until they until he beat them. Yeah. 
And it's not like that coach knew anything about the Eagles that would help them. Be- no, no, them. he was he, but he's he's from the Eagles. Oh, he was a coordinator from the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, but he didn't pay attention. He probably to the left of because ball. of their team building yeah. philosophy. Kevin no, shared with us yesterday. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I am not part of this organization anymore. I don't need to go on these bondage trips anymore. That is not no. what I said. From the <laughs> we have audio no. proof. Don't you dare, Alec Medford. From the 469, my buddy's an idiot because he will literally make a U-turn and go another way if a black cat runs in front of him. All right, so I don't know how I feel about this because my father-in-law, who I love, I love that man, he's awesome, he he would carry salt in his car. If he saw a black cat run across the street, he would stop and then put salt on the path so it would break the whatever. So he used to carry salt around in like his car. Like the curse? Yeah. Or? Yeah. What, yeah, I guess whatever curse, it just follows. Like, it, it crosses your path. You either turn around or you go somewhere else. I don't know. Um, but that's what he would do is carry around salt so he could break the, the bond uh, that carried around with it. That being said, Adrian told me this. Huh. She also, we went to North Park Mall during when we started dating, and she told me that her dad made all the statues in North Park Mall, and I believed it for a while. The ones that went like all this? All of them. Everything you see in North Park Mall, she'd be like, yeah, my dad did that. And I was like, holy crap, this dude's a great artist. Adrian said this? Yes. Why would she lie like that? She was messing with me. But she did lie. That's not true? It is not true. Okay. He had. He, I don't know. He did have something that was at North Park Mall once, but she convinced me for a while that it was everything. So um, I don't think idiot, but what... If you have a black cat, are you just always cursed? We had a black cat when I, I was too. a kid, Azriel. Oh my gosh. Ours was Nubby Tail cuz it it had only had a Nubby Tail. After the Smurfs cat. And it yes. lived under the house across the street. But you don't feel like you're cursed if you own a black cat, I don't right? know. I didn't own the cat. It just came over when my cat died. I was kind of sitting there on the Yeah, it was Adrian's cat actually. Let me ask you this. What? Do you think there's any chance the spirit of your old cat transferred into the new cat and that's why the cat knew to come over this cat had never it stood around and stared at us our cat dies it comes over and rubs itself up against my legs the other thing too was one day i was laying we had a duplex and we were on a second floor and me and my and adrian's cat were hanging out upstairs and i had the door open on the patio this black cat jumps up and comes into the into our house i was like these two cats are about to go at it they didn't Oh I was God. able to shoo that cat away. Adrian's way. cat would have been very jealous. From the 903. You know what, Corey? I will tell you this. I think you're a masterful storyteller because I legitimately have no idea how some of these stories are going to end. Like, you build them up narratively like they're going to go this one way, and then they zag did, the other way. Did you way. expect in that story a huge cat fight? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. We all did, but I shooed it away. From the 903, my buddy's an idiot. He doesn't think the Rangers will even make the playoffs next season. Whoa. What? I do think that that (laughs) it's going to be difficult. Now, that being said, Angels are going to lose 100 games. I hate saying that for Ron Washington's sake, but they'll be right around 100 losses. Oakland will be right around 100 losses. Now, you don't have the imbalance schedule where you have 36 games against those two teams. You have 24 games against those two teams. You know, those two bad teams you really want to go about, this sounds crazy, but you want to go about 20 and four against sure. those teams. Uh, but if you look at Seattle, that's a good team. Houston's not doing anything this offseason, but they're still a good team. They made it to the ALCS again for it feels like the 10th year in a row. So 
it's not going to be easy to win the division. It's not going to be easy to make the playoffs. So if you say, I don't think they will, I get where you're coming from. If you say, like, the Rangers aren't even going to win 81 games next year, I'd say, man, they're going to have to have quite a few injuries for them not to play 500 baseball. The, the, the My big concern there is you got to be motivated to do that again and want to do it again, right? Oh, go ahead. Is oh. well, we're going to talk about the Rangers again. Oh, in, oh, sorry. Just a little bit. No, no, you're good. You're good. You brought it up. Is Rory McIlroy an idiot for saying that he was too judgmental of the live golf defectors? Did he just he wants get... some of that money now? Okay, he? that's what I was going like, to ask hey, can you. Because they joined in a rhythm? weird way. It's not official, but they joined forces with them. Yeah, he's pissed. He's pissed at them. He should be. He should be for sure. He they stood used up. him and then they had, they teamed up with who like, with them after they used him. And John Rom just got 300 million, am I correct about that? Like, oh my gosh, is that right? I think so over a 3-year period. I think he's getting 100 million, Holy which moly. is weird, right? Cuz you feel like they're joining together. We've had that story for over 6 months it feels yeah. like, but yet they haven't officially come together. So John Rom's like, I guess to make things move forward here, Screw you guys for making us say how bad Liv was. Obviously, you guys joined them. I am officially 100% joining them. So if this merger falls through, I ain't playing on the PGA Tour anymore. Now, Rory says he changed his mind because he realizes not everyone has all the money like he does. $170 million is his net worth. Do you think somebody sat down with him, Corey? I was like, hey, look, buddy, we're going to need you to get on board with this. Or at least stop publicly destroying us. No, I I really do think that whenever the PGA merged together with it, like he got. Or are you saying his his criticism of both PGA and Liv? Yeah. Oh, do you think like somebody sat down with him and was like, "We're gonna make this worth your while"? Yeah, he probably saw a couple things weren't gonna go his way down the, down the road. He was okay. like, "Hold on, crap! I need to. I kind of need to do this." And I really he's probably like over it. this last half year. Calm down a little bit, yeah. Because the the okay. whether it was Jordan Spieth, whether it was Rory McIlroy, whether whoever it was that decided not to take the nine figure contracts from Live, were furious for at least a month. Going, I can't believe you guys after telling us all of these things horrible about Live Tour and everything that goes with it, you guys joined them when you told us to don't go follow. I'm just Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, some guys that I can remember that definitely went over to the live tour. And now you guys backstab us by behind closed doors. You do a deal with them. We could have gotten, we could have gotten all the money too from Saudi Arabia. And you guys told us, please don't do it. And then you went and took all the money. Now I have to take a loss here. Apparently from the four, six, nine, my buddy, Kevin's an idiot. He thinks that SeaWorld did away with their whales. It's their main attraction. I was there two weeks ago. I'm not gonna lie. I seriously thought they stopped doing the whales yeah. because there's like a documentary. maybe they just maybe they give them bigger spaces or okay. um, maybe I they don't, don't have feel as many. like you can give a killer whale a big enough space at Sea World. It's a small tank when you think about how big a killer whale is. Well, and how big the ocean is too. Yeah, like, you know, you start <laughs> like, in the ocean, then you get moved. It's like what like, perks would you want <clears throat> instead of space? I really downsized to a townhome from my mansion in Plano. Like, how much land do you have to buy to make a whale happy in a in a tank? <laughs> I don't know. How much what? <laughs> They're amazing. land. Oh, yeah, how, how much? Land? How much water? Like, how you have to buy a whole bunch of land and go. This whale appreciates this tank. <laughs> you know if the whale appreciates it if its fin is up. 
then when their fins folded over, that that's part of the captivity. Like that's Willie, their depression. Is that true? Yeah. I thought it was. I didn't think oh, it was total I know, depression. I, know, yeah. I thought it was malnutrition. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, both of those. Look, I think we've discovered I have a lot of lack of whale knowledge. I didn't know that about the fin. Yeah. I didn't know they were at SeaWorld. I didn't know about the oxygen thing. <laughs> I like oh, there's, We found out if it's about a whale, like I'm, I'm missing a lot of information about this. So I'll work on that. I do think, though, Bobby was right. I do think, I don't know if it was in San Antonio, but I do think one of the trainers got into like training and the killer well decided to guess what become a killer well oh man instincts baby We're the <laughs> never mind just like siegfried and roy or whatever oh my god yeah, if you train a tiger at some point the tiger's gonna remind itself it's a tiger and then and i don't kill like you, you hitting me okay I, look i either feed me uh-huh. or become the food coming up next sometimes that. it's both Feed me and become the food. That feels I'm still unfair. hungry. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. No wonder Joe Flacco has so many close bonds in Cleveland. Let's talk about it next right We're here. We're talking Philadelphia fan. and bond. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Jackson, step and fire. Oh, full separation for Zay Flowers. Flowers cuts it. Flowers has the angle and the touchdown. 75 yards. Jackson to Flowers to add to the Ravens' lead. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Would you like to start with audio from Justin Fields or Joe Flacco? 
Justin Fields, because I want to know what you guys think about this. Both guy. of those guys have JF as their initials. <laughs> that is true. Just footballing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So cut number 13. That's our podcast. We did it. <laughs> Justin Fields does like to troll specifically Packers fans. And this was another good one right here. Uh, I know their fans going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great environment to us for us to play in. And, uh, you know, hopefully we have a great game and get the double on Sunday. We should ask Broadus about this later if there's anything to do besides go to Red Lobster and watch football. In Eat Green cheese. Bay. Drink true. beer. They drink a lot up there. Remember every year they yeah. come out as the number one drinking place. Yeah, I used to have, as a kid, I had a nightlight in my room. You know what it was? It was a big nightlight at Old Milwaukee. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, it's a big neon red, and it had a clock on it, too. It's probably, what? Yeah, it had a clock on it. You still have this I item? wish I did. I bet it's, it would be worth a lot of money. I don't know where my dad got it from. Like I had a I had a nightlight in my room and it was probably like old Milwaukee two feet huh? long a foot and a half like uh it was is a big old Milwaukee mm. nightlight in fact now that I just thought of that it was I a really, nightlight or a neon sign it's like a neon sign but I used it as my nightlight in my room I'm gonna look this up because I found oh Mike hold on what color was it blue red. or red red was it like this one. We're on radio no, right now. Okay, I don't know right. if everyone can that see like that. What you're doing. I'll try to find my old Milwaukee right. nightlight. All right. That means so yeah, they drink. They drink. They they eat tons of curds. Yeah. The cheese thing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I just I thought there was going to be more to the end of that sentence. They eat tons of curds. All right. Well, let's go from that to do you like that quote better, or we're going to talk. Joe Flacco, cut number 12. This is him talking about the age disparity in the Browns' locker room. Yeah, I mean, you can tell, like, that people look at you. Guys look at you a little bit differently just because of the fact that I've played. This is the 16th year that I've been in this league. And you can tell that guys look at you a little bit differently just because of that. I mean, I'm dealing with, you know, I I always say it. If I messed up in high school, I mean, I could be these kids' dads, you know. It's like... So there is, you know, there's something that, you know, they probably do look at me a little bit differently just because of that. Hold on. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of confused. If I had messed up in high school, Mm -hmm. I could be some of these kids' dads. That's right. What does that mean? I mean, like he would have to take like some regular accounting job and be a dad. Yeah, I think he's just saying the age discrepancy would fit it up that if he was getting down with the get down. His junior year, whatever. In high school? Yeah. You aren't married in high school. Well, you know what? Sometimes you get married and I tried not to. married and you don't have a kid. What? You did. After I graduated high school, I thought about getting engaged, but my parents told me not to. Okay. I thought we were going a different direction for that. Uh, that's oh. Yeah, I understand. 15 years in the league is a long time, bro. It is a long time. I found the old Milwaukee nightlight. <laughs> is it on eBay? It is for $100 or best awesome. offer, and I feel like I want to get this. Yes, you uh, should. really cool sign all right let's talk about coordinators do you think that the cowboys have good coordinators i do so do i especially mccarthy they're (laughs) no i do like i do like mike mccarthy i'm making fun of bobby there because he doesn't but i i think obviously dan quinn's one of the best defensive coordinators and i do think mike mccarthy has really uh 
helped out this offense. And I also think that there's not enough credit given to Fossil a lot of times, especially since we've had some some flubs in the special teams game. You're right. I will discount a blocked punt for that running into the punter penalty that I'm like, the hell was that? Yeah. So the second I time of, of, of Jalen Tolbert getting targeted here, though, is yeah. like, okay, now he doesn't belong out there anymore. Agreed, man. agreed, agreed. So the NFLPA interviewed a whole lot of players. What's interesting is, 864 offensive players about their coordinators, 774 defensive players, but the bulk of people play special teams. So 1,025 special teams players. The best offensive coordinator in all of the land, Frank Smith from the Miami Dolphins. However, Brian Schottenheimer for the Cowboys, number three on the list. Oh, he counts as the coordinator? Yes, he does count as the coordinator. Young shoddy. Didn't do anything. He's great. He doesn't call the plays. He installs with Mike McCarthy. Yeah, with Mike McCarthy. And then he goes through. I'm pretty sure Mike McCarthy doesn't get a play sheet on Sunday afternoon and go, oh, these are our plays today. He goes through the the why with the players, and he explains to them why they're doing things. Bobby thinks that's exactly what happened. Bobby (laughs) thinks the players call the plays in the huddle. Hey, Brandon Cooks just comes in and says, this is a good play. That happened one time. We're running this. The number one defensive coordinator in all of the lands, Aaron Glenn with the Detroit Lions. Dan Quinn, third on the list. The number one special teams coordinator, though, it is indeed John Fossil. It is interesting Players to see. Him. Yeah, the, the Cowboys have the third best offensive coordinator, third best defensive coordinator, and first best special teams coordinator. That is according to players. True. And and Mike, this I know you didn't play football, but Ooh. you coaches you liked versus coaches you didn't like. Do you? How much is the, like? I, I do wonder what, how, what the weight is there. Oh well, I don't like that coach because he's hard on me and makes me work really hard. Or I don't like that yeah, coach because of this. So I do wonder how much that has to do with it. But it sounds like the people that are talking to the players, the three of the Cowboys coordinators, make a difference to the players. They I make it, it they, they like it. I obviously think it can be important because then you trust and believe what they're sending into you or what you're practicing. If yeah. you don't trust and believe in their game plan, it's tough to totally commit, even though you know you're supposed to. Like this is the play. If you think it's a stupid play like Tony Romo did on third down, then he would just change it. Like, here's the play, and he's like, I'll run Garrett's system for two plays. I ain't running it the third play. Now, we played a Ravens uh, highlight coming in is, I thought this was really interesting. The two number one seeds have been historically, or almost historically, good this year. The Ravens are now number three as the best team in DVOA history, and that's defense-adjusted value over average, and the 49ers are number six. So, Three and six in the history of this stat, and both of those teams are playing right now. Not surprising that they would both be the number one seed. But does that stat matter if the general public doesn't understand it? That is an interesting question. Or use it. Because, like, how often you hear Choppy use DVOA a lot. Yeah. Most other people aren't, aren't like, throwing that as their end-all, be-all. But, it, I mean, there's a lot of proof that goes into it. Yeah, that is an interesting point. I think I would be inclined to say probably not if most people don't know what you're trying to get at or EPA or anything like that. That's that's a really good point. Maybe Corey. down the road it will be the only important stat and scores won't matter. Now, normally I would put this in Forgiveness Friday, but I want to throw this out there now. 
do you think Robert, what do you think about this quote from Robert Sala? He's talking about Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson will be back with the Jets. <laughs> quote, this is a real quote I didn't make up. We'll see. It's all things that we're going to have to talk about once the season's over. But whether it's here or somewhere else, I believe Zach Wilson's going to have a hell of a year and career. Why does he have to lie to us like this? Just trying to make the kid feel good. Every time he plays football, he has to be demoralized. <laughs> oh, no. He has to go. After, after the game, he must be like, I am not good at this. And I don't know how much longer I can fool people. I would I would like to know Can you stop playing me, please? How much how much time offensive coordinators and or head coaches spend telling their quarterback how badass they are. I, I'm dead good, serious no, about this I know. because I do listen to McDaniel talk to Tua and it's just constant like, dude, that was so good. You're so awesome. You got so much swag. All these things. He's trying to make him believe it a lot of times. And sometimes you do they you know, that is what they need. Sometimes they don't. You know, like there are some quarterbacks that are like they're full of it and they got to be pegged down a little bit. I don't know. I I just hope the logical follow up question that someone asks is, excuse me, if you believe he's going to have a hell of a career, why would you let him go? If you think he's going to have a hell of a year, why did you bench him so many times? Well, it was best for his uh, for his future of his career. Okay. All right. We're the KNC Masterpiece. I can masterpiece. barely think during this segment because of the old Milwaukee childhood <laughs> son. <laughs> trying right. to think, where can I hang this in my house? And my wife will not go, no. Okay. Coming Above up next. the bed so you can sleep. Oh, there's amazing. no way. <laughs> there's no way she would allow that, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I might need to mark I was talking about the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st.
Toyota. Let's go places.